Introducing the awardless winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, the Pedo. If it was like eight inches flaccid, I'd be walking around naked all the time. The Ginger Bear. And then you take a shit, but while you're taking a shit, you come. And the Pivot Man. And fuck Obama and black people in general. They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> when in the fuck did I say that? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Show over. Let's go out on a high note. Oh, Jesus Christ. What the hell is wrong with me? Please tell me that was sarcastic and that was out of context. No, uh, totally in context. <laughs> Totally. Well, we both of us were like, whoa, and then we started like saying, we can't wait to hear that in the opener. And you're like, it was fucking satirical. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, God we let that part it. out. God damn, it. God damn, dude. Every fucking week, you just get worse and worse. You, one of these days, Boggs is going to roll in here wearing a fucking hood. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. <laughs> Fuck some, America because it's cotton white black sheets. people. Oh, did you see that? There's another one for next week. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Why did I give you fuel? Uh, I don't know. you do best. And it's amazing that we can even get that since you never talk into the fucking mic. So. Just the good part. Well, I see he was kind of singing, so. Oh, is that what it was? God damn, that is so great. Dude, do that for us again. Do it live so people can hear. (laughs) Which part? Before I was incredibly drunk or incredibly racist, because now it's happened like four times. Don't worry about it. We'll get something good out of you next week, I'm sure. It's my father talking. Is that what it is? You're channeling him. Right. (laughs) It was my childhood. I grew up in that environment. I did grow up in that environment, to be fair. Well, I mean, I sort of did, too. It wasn't like... It was very under... It it was very underlined. Not in my house. My dad was full-on fucking just shitty, old-school, racist asshole. See, it wasn't like name... Well, it was sort of name-calling, but not into that extreme. It was uh, like white people who did dumb things were uh, victims of circumstance. Or, you know, there was some kind of excuse. Yeah, of course. But if they were black, they were just a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, n- no. Yep. Is that what your dad was, Bongs? Or is? So it was very subtle. Kinda. It was a subtle racism. It wasn't just a blatant, he's stupid because he's black. It was a... Like you said, man, it goes with my theory. And t- we can't have change for another 20 or 30 years until all those people start dying off. All the people in their 50s, 60s, older now. They just got to Well, it's generationally fixing things is kind of how you're going to have to do That's why, like... Uh, like the issue with terrorism, for instance, mm-hmm. you're not going to get rid of that drone striking people because, and it's not about the people that you're drone striking now, it's about the children. Because the children who are over there, that's all they see. All they oh, see yeah. is America is fucking killing adults and yep. killing people that Certainly. they yeah, care about. We create it the terrorists. It pisses them yeah. off enough to join up with them. And see the problem. And by the time that they realize, even, you know, the small percentage that do realize that it's a bad thing what they're doing, it's too late. They're too in deep oh, yes. and they'll threaten to kill their family. Well, look at the worse. propaganda here. Don't you think that's the same there? Oh, certainly. Like there, there's Absolutely. Never any there, there's a reason that they don't things. want kids to go to school and read. As you say. <laughs> yeah. And become educated. They don't want that. They want you to be dumb so they can tell you what the Quran says mm-hmm. and then have you strap a fucking bomb to your chest and go off because that's what Allah wants you to yeah, do. Yeah, it's well, as bad as it is here. The world tenfold. has 
Yeah, the problem that the world has is that that's exactly true everywhere. Everywhere doesn't want you to be educated. Because if everybody was educated, we'd all realize, you know, maybe we're not that different. Mm-hmm. Certainly. We have archetypes. Yep. And everyone's hero is the same, really. Jesus. No, just like in general, there's oh, archetypal heroes that... My bad. Just, it just doesn't matter anymore. There's so much about life that's the same from border to border. It is, man. It really is. That's some deep stuff. You guys fans of uh, the Breaking Bad? Yes. I don't watch TV. Dude, I I don't like TV either, but that show is pretty damn good. See, since it, it ended the week before last. Year. I haven't seen the ending, so if you're talking about the ending, oh, no, no, no. shut the fuck up. Not going to bring it up. I just want to okay. say I was kind of jonesing you. Know, I feel bad. Don't get to see the old Walter White and stuff on the TV anymore. So I saw this article. It made me think. It made me kind of happy. It's the uh, methiest states in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> what they did was uh, they did a listing based on the most incidents involving meth labs in states, um, like bus seizures, things like that. Is this and another guessing contest? I, I'll let you guys, if you guys want to try this, I'll let you do a top five on this. It's kind of funny. All right. Um, you guys want to try it? Top five uh, methiest states? I just want to see if there's a trend here. They're all red states, aren't they? <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you, you got to guess, and then we'll um, see if that's the case. Let's see. I'm going to go with uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, number two. Ooh. Nice job, Eric. Okay, number. I'm going to try to shoot for number one here. Methiest. Now, what did they base this on? Percent population? Uh, well, it's meth labs population. and what else? They're basing it on um, meth lab busts and seizures of meth. Because, I mean, which, you know, it's a little Texas. misleading. I'm going to go with our home state. Texas. Texas. Amazingly enough, very, very low on the list. Really? So talking top five, right? I'm so assuming we're that five? we're just not busting enough of the labs. Are we That's still talking top five? It's top five. They're okay. not. They're, they're not on the top five. Shit. They're okay. they're way down. Way down. Right. Not even top um, five. I'm gonna go with South Carolina. Nope. No South uh. Carolina. All right. You get one more here, and then I'll give them to you. Um, you gotta try and beat him. He's got number two. I know he's got number two. That's really annoying. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna give you a little hint. Think more Midwestern. Yeah, so I was honestly about to say like Kansas or Oklahoma, and I'm trying to figure out which one I want to say first. You're in the you're in the right area. I'm gonna go with Missouri. Number one, Missouri. Damn. Yeah, you motherfucker, suck my dick, bitch. Very Whoa. good. Whoa, Missouri. Hard. Which is amazingly enough, I I I if wouldn't have guessed please, Missouri. Maybe. Please. Missouri number one. <laughs> Tennessee number two. In, see what happens. Indiana number three. <laughs> it's worth a shot. <laughs> It's about all I'm going to get for the next six Aww. months. Kentucky, number four. Wah, wah. Number five, that? Oklahoma. Oh, I got five, too, bitch. This is, this is what I'm thinking. Well, you did two guesses at once. So they only, they only had 32. Um, and you got one, so why are you complaining? 32 bus wow. and seizures in 2012 in Texas. They had 678 in Oklahoma. So I'm just thinking they're Damn. all. It's just all of it's coming from Oklahoma. That's the only thing I could think. Cause there's so much coming across. It's just like, eh, fuck it. And, I mean, let's face it, meth is kind of like a fucking redneck kind of white person th- drug more so, I think. Not really, no. You it's don't think so? No. I do want to say this because uh, Breaking Bad takes place in New Mexico. You think it'd be a high on the list? Only 17 buster seizures in New Mexico. Very low on the list. That actually um, kind of makes sense for the series, though, to be honest with that's you. That's why he's like a, he's like a high school teacher. And he was, was like the very kingpin because there's really not that much going on there. Yeah. So. Somewhat, uh, like, 
loosely related because obviously meth you can pretty much make in uh, your kitchen. Yeah. Um, this is a little interesting fact. Although this is kind of old, it's from the Rand Corporation that did a study, and this goes back to 2005. They don't have anything more relevant, but it says that uh, meth costs the United States economy roughly $24 billion a year. But like I said, this is an old thing because of like explode. I guess, you know, they're cooking their meth and it explodes and shit, and they got to rush them to the oh, damn yeah. ER. And you know, actually, the irony to that is one of my, uh, my bandmates, one of the sing- my singer, like, uh, lost his apartment and everything he ever owned because a meth lab blew up underneath him. <laughs> he was he, one of the 32 him, cases in Texas. I helped him move the other, like, I don't know, it was like two or three months ago, and like he has this like scorched base, and I was like, dude, what the fuck happened to this thing? Because it still had strings on it that were like scorched and burnt, and it smelled. And he was like, that's my last item that ever actually survived from the fire. And I was like, oh, what fire? It's like a meth lab blew up beneath me and burned <laughs> the entire complex God down. damn. I barely got out with my dog and the clothes on my back and this one, this like wasn't, one suitcase of something. This wasn't the same guy that got um, hijacked by the, the fat woman, was it? No. And I was going to say, say no, but now that you now that you brought that up, not using what it. the fuck is wrong with my band members where they just get beaten <laughs> up, their house gets blown away, they get robbed and gunpoint and kidnapped by meth head? And I don't know, man. I'll tell you. What the f- Do you have anything and then else get, on meth? Uh, just one little side note I thought was pretty interesting. There A lot of, in Oregon and um, Mississippi, amazingly enough, they have um, made it illegal, well, not illegal, but where you have to get a prescription to get... Um, the major drug that's um, it's a uh, pseudofedrin. Yeah, pseudofedrin. To make it, um, and since they've done it, where you have to do prescription only, like they were really high up and they have dropped off completely. And the senator for um, Oregon, Ron Wyden, tried to pr- uh, propose a bill that would make it like that across all the United States. Um, but the pharmaceutical companies fought say, it so hard. Companies are like, no, it's, no, because it's, it's a big business for yeah, them. It's completely killed it. So they love the mess shit because man, they people buy up pseudo like it's so fucking. They watch the meth like intake and you know um, the production of it and stuff drop like seventy plus percent in those two states. And he tried to you know pass the bill to do this in all the states, and the pharmaceutical company came in fucked that up completely. So it's a uh, pharmaceutical company's hard at work to screw Americans over. Yes, just kind of a funny uh, story that I heard over uh, over the week. Because um, like I was saying earlier, you know, meth you can pretty much make in your kitchen. No, when you try. Uh, Apparently, in uh, on Fox News, no no surprise, they had some expert talking about uh, chemical weapons, you know, and they're obviously talking about Syria and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, the expert that they had was talking about sarin gas, and he said that uh, they they call it the I can't remember what he what they called it, um, but he was essentially trying to say that you could make it in your kitchen, that anybody can make it in their kitchen. And of course, you know Fox News is running with this, and you know saying, you know, they're they're, I, I don't know what their aim and goal was, but okay. it was just complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. And on NPR, they had a a, a real expert come on, and he's like, uh, absolutely, completely false. The chemicals that are used to make sarin gas independently can be more volatile than the sarin gas itself, and more dangerous and hazardous. And the summation is that. He said that if you tried to make sarin gas in your kitchen, you would not only destroy your kitchen, but you would kill yourself without a doubt. You would fucking die because they actually had to make whenever like the Nazis were developing it and stuff. They had to make special tubing to transfer some of the products because it was so toxic and corrosive. 
So, no, you yeah. can't make it. That's, Good job, Fox News. <clears throat> I was going to say, Fox News, hard at work New to misinform. New surprise there. Uh, people freak out, man. They'll listen to that shit, and they buy into it, too. Because people aren't going to go research and look up stuff on their own. I know that. I've had plenty of fights with some good conservatives recently because of the shutdowns. So. No, you're just wrong. Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> agree with that. Well, I, I, I had someone say that to me. I had pointed out some fact on some issue, and they're like, I, well, I don't agree with that. I'm like, yes, because you not agreeing with the fact makes it not a fact. <laughs> exactly. You win. <laughs> That's some great logic. Fuck me. What uh, I so I know in the past I've talked about uh, Google. Oh, yes. And uh, how, you know, I think that they were a decent company and blah, 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 blah. Hmm. Um, well, recently they're definitely making me a doubter because they have joined uh, ALEC, which stands for American Legislative Exchange Council, which is a corporate alliance that pushes uh, pretty much odious laws through state legislation which obviously benefit the corporates, uh, companies that are part of the alliance. Um, this organization promotes regressive measures such as tax cuts for tobacco companies, uh, school privatization uh, to help for-profit education firms. They want to repeal uh, state taxes for the wealthy, and they are in opposition of re renewable energy because uh, it's disliked by the oil companies that are part of this council. And Google has decided to join them. <laughs> yeah. So I can only imagine what their aim is. Um, my best guess is taxes. To try and get corporate taxes even lower than they are, if null. I don't because know. Because they Google has been doing some shady shit over in uh, Europe. I was going to say, I don't know why, but I have a feeling that Google probably doesn't pay their fair share of taxes. Yeah, there was a... I Taking can't a remember guess. where... In Europe, but there was, a, I think it may, may have been the UK, but they were pretty much crying foul to Google saying that they weren't, uh, they weren't paying their taxes as they should because they were deferring everything to Ireland. Um, every single company does that, though. I've I, I talked know. about that on the show. I know. Like every I like, company does I that. I like That's the bullshit. Irish, dude. But you have to look at the amount of money that Google is pretty much skipping on. You oh, know? my so, God. So, yeah. the st so, of course, these countries are like, hey, what the fuck? Like, no, you have to give us that money as opposed to some other companies that are, you know, half, if not a quarter of what they potentially would uh, give in taxes. So that's my my best guess. But what exactly they get out of it, uh, I guess that remains to be seen. That happened pretty recently. So, yeah, I've se I've seen things on that before. A lot of people, are, a lot of companies that are members of that ALEC organization staff there. There's some liberal groups and stuff that have you know, I've done the boycott, you know, companies that are associated with it. I've seen that shit going around on social media before. I can't say I've looked. I mean, I know kind of about them, but I can't say I'm completely up on them. You doing all over there, son? He's in his own little world. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Just tuning away, going to town. What an asshole. Oh, I had a story I told Eric. Because uh, our friends at the uh, Digital Frustrations podcast are good buddies. They were trying to dip into our fucking turf. Yeah, our, those pricks. And I was like, <laughs> no, fuck that. Fucking dicks. Talking We're not going to allow politics it. politics and shit. What the fuck? So I found a story, which is a political story, but it's about uh, gamers. And I thought this was an interesting little story. <laughs> 
The International Committee of the Red Cross says that it wants to work with video game developers to show the consequences of players' actions that if they commit virtual torture, harm civilians or prisoners, attack medical personnel, or violate any of the G Geneva Conventions while playing video games. So if you're playing Call of Duty or something, and you, like, fucking take out, you know, some medical staff or fucking get a civilian and just shoot them in the fucking head or whatever, in the game, you'll have to suffer the consequences that you would in real life if you broke the Geneva, uh, Geneva Convention laws. <laughs> That would never happen. <laughs> I just think it's funny. They say that they're concerned that uh, certain game scenarios could lead to the trivialization of serious violations of the law of armed conflict, and their fear is that eventually such illegal acts would be perceived as acceptable behavior. So if you're Look, anybody who who plays Grand Theft Auto Online oh, gets their awesome. friends together and pretty much uh, bum rushes the military base and steals a couple F-16s oh. and starts blowing up the fucking city. Oh yeah, they know that that's not right. But it would be great to do it, though. But I think that's we should why try it's fun. That. It's because you can go into these virtual worlds and you can fuck shit up yeah. and nothing happens to you. Just so amazing to that's me. That's the point. I know. It's the just, point is to release that stress. It's so funny that every goddamn time something happens, you know, whether it's school shooting, whatever it is, anything that involves violence, the first thing they want to run to is, eh, it's uh, music, Marilyn Manson, oh, video games, uh, Grand Theft Auto. No, it's not. It's the fucking individuals have something fucking wrong with them. That's what it is. I play. It's like, you won't know that though if you don't fund mental health. Oh programs. my god, dude! I'm like, I'm with <laughs> Eric, man. I play goddamn Grand Theft Auto or something. I want to go out and fucking shoot some hookers and stuff just to take out my aggression. You need to do it too, man. You're fucking got a lot of pin up aggression over there. I mean, it's just it's a great stress reliever. <laughs> it. I mean, if you're really pissed off, you can get on there and just tear shit up and. There's no consequences. Well, I'm on a train. So it's completely different <laughs> from fucking doing it in real life. But there's no one at the helm. And there's a demon <laughs> in my brain. I like how he just takes over. Oh, that's pretty much that. I just thought that was an interesting story. Overwhelm, overwhelm. What? What is this song that you're playing? And there it goes My last chance for peace You lay me down But I get no release And I say I, I try to keep away I try to swim in me I try to keep awake, but I, I can't feel this narcolepsy slide to another nightmare. You haven't heard this before? It's Third Eye Blind. No, okay, that explains it. It's because you're a douche and you don't listen to good music. Okay. And there's a demon in my head who starts to play a nightmare tape loop of what went wrong yesterday. And I hold my breath till it's more than I can take. And I close my eyes, I dream that I'm awake. I try to sneak awake. Oh, fuck, I suck. <laughs> I try to keep awake. I try to keep awake, but I, 
I can feel this narcolepsy slide to another nightmare. You haven't heard this before, really? Ever? I know. Seriously, I only know like the one song by them. <laughs> it's good, man. You should listen to it. <coughs> if I can remember the third verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. You start fucking hazing me. I read me. dead Russian novels volumes at a time. I write everything down except what's on my mind. Because my greatest fear is the sucking sound. And then I know I'll never get back out. And there's a bone in my head that connects to a drink in a crowded room where the glasses clink. And I'll buy you a beer and we'll drink it deep because that kept me from falling asleep. I said, how'd you like to be alone and drowning? 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 But still I find this narcolepsy slide, slide to another nightmare. you michael <laughs> oh that drives eric crazy every time you <laughs> do it dude i know i don't know why so that was a excellent it's fucking obnoxious that was an excellent third eye fucking blind song that nobody fucking knows or cares about although you did it well in Boggs' defense uh the hiccups were because he's was completely unprepared for the show no shit <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Nah. What? You literally said before we started, I don't even have a song. <laughs> I think so be- you just did that? I, I really, I have nothing. I think people know by now. So that's fine. That's good. You did a good job for just winging it. You know what I mean? Not I think, practicing or rehearsing or anything. So that's good. I think everybody knows that that's I'm part of... you props, brah. Part of the charm of Boggs is that he doesn't come prepared. And he kind of adds to the spontaneity of it. Because we have our fucking notes and our agenda. And then we have Boggs to fucking just... Pull us off of whatever path we're so, going. <laughs> did, like, did I mention I'm quitting the show? <laughs> you're not fucking quitting. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, so I'm like, very heavily gonna. No, you're not. Shot. Shut up. Pretty decided. You're not fucking quitting. We won't let you. How does that work? <laughs> How does that fucking work? I'll How do you just kill you? Whoa. So that are you and me like over. The, the guys in business suits, and he's the guy that walks in with like his dick out? <laughs> I don't know if his dick. <laughs> I don't know if his dick's out, but <laughs> he definitely comes in all fucking, you know, hair's messed up, wearing a fucking ripped t-shirt and his khaki fucking shorts and flip-flops. I, I, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of the Will Ferrell Saturday Night Live where he walks into the business meeting and it's oh, supposed yeah. to be casual Fridays and he's just got like the Speedo thong going on. <laughs> Hi, Deborah, how are you, Deborah? And he turns around and it's just like total ass on her face. That is pretty pretty much like... <laughs> is that kind of what you were thinking? I wasn't thinking of Will Ferrell in uh, a fucking thong, but yeah, that's pretty pretty accurate description. Okay, so better question. Are you thinking of Will Ferrell in a thong now? Now I am. I, my, I'm kind of getting a chubby, too. 
Whoa. I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Oh, I know how you feel about it. Okay. Well, there's that. Anyway, (laughs) yeah. I might take a little hiatus, gentlemen. No, you're not. Stop the fucking nonsense all the time. This is why I saved this one for last. Because I knew we were going to have an issue with you. Uh Uh-huh. Because we always fucking do. You're like our child. You're like our fucking child. We got to fucking... You get all upset and I got to come over and I got to put more around you. It's okay, little man. That's not right. That's Shut not, the fuck up. Okay. I'm going to comfort you now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm going to comfort you with my bear claws. <laughs> I was about to say, I don't. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Let's see what this happens. If you ever get to the point where you really have given up on life, I'm going to suggest that you take a trip to fucking um, Belgium. Okay. Uh, this past week, a 44 year old man in Belgium, his name was Nathan Verhelst. Uh, decided that after a series of failed gender reassignment surgeries that he didn't want to live any longer. (laughs) So uh, he was born a female. So it'll be a little different with you because you'll be trying to go that way. Uh, He said that involving a family. What? Fucking listen to me. I said, okay. He. um, So anyway, after a series of uh, hormone therapy, and several reassignment surgeries that he had. The uh, he said that uh, they weren't really going the way he had planned, and uh, <laughs> he said that after the procedures, he felt like a monster. And quote, "I was ready to celebrate my new birth, but when I looked in the mirror, I was disgusted with myself. My new breast did not match my expectations, and my penis had symptoms of rejection." <laughs> so, in a uh, a few countries. The uh, Netherlands and um, Luxembourg and Belgium, they have where you could actually put in for an assisted suicide and they will do it. You know, like in the United States, you can't do it. Like in a couple of states, you know, you can do the assisted with a doctor and blah, blah, blah and all the shit. And in those states, it's fucking, hey, you want to fucking kill yourself? Okay, we'll fucking do it for you. They'll inject them. So he, and this was a law passed in 2002, so he did the legal euthanization law and took advantage of it, and they fucking put him down because his fucking titties and his penis didn't take the way he wanted them to. (laughs) Why is that only funny to me? (laughs) The the motherfucker tried to become a man, and it failed so miserably, he just said, fuck it, and killed himself. Because that sounds like somebody that's extremely confused and... Yeah, it is pretty sorry, isn't it, on my part to laugh at that. That's pretty sad, and isn't it? very desperate and probably alone. Yeah, I am kind of a fucking dick. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't even know what to say now. No, I feel real bad about that now. Oh, God almighty, Michael. Well, it, I don't really feel better about anything at all. In fact, I feel like four times worse for this. <laughs> it doesn't make you feel any try. better? Well, fuck me then. Uh, but just so you guys know, since the law passed, only about 2,000 citizens of the country have taken advantage of the uh, euthanization law. Oh, that's all? Yeah. Just 2,000? Just 2,000. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have that here because I, I think mean, really, Boggs It's a, it's a big debate. Um, and I don't know what their measures are, you know? I just it's, If you want it, you go put, put in for it. I don't think there's a whole lot to it. You, you don't have to get like evaluated or anything. You just say, Hey man, I want to fucking do myself in. See, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that because that's too, that's too much on a whim. You know what I mean? You say so. 
Well, like, I mean, I think there's a like pretty a pretty heavy decision. <clears throat> I don't think it's like they do it right then. Like you walk in to a clinic. No, I understand that. It's not in the fucking like, you know, freaking uh, meat factory where they just <laughs> push you in and fucking <laughs> bump you over the head with a fucking hammer. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. And then process your fucking body. Like, I'm not, that's not what I mean. But I mean, just like, you know, do they go through any kind of steps? Do they have any kind of regulations to it? I mean... Any kind of evaluations, or do, is it like you have to put in your thing and then you have to wait like an entire year before they actually follow through with it, just to you know make sure that you I'll know re- a year goes by and you still want to kill yourself. I'll That's pretty much. That. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, are you depressed? Are you on antidepressants? Uh, you know, it's. I have to do more research. The story was very vague on this. I'm just curious. Of it. I'm just curious. No, man, I understand. It's just curiosity kind of peaks. Because uh, I, I am kind of a, I, I do think that we should have some kind of assisted suicide. Oh, it's too. I'm fine with it. Like when people get terminal cancer or terminal diseases or something like that, instead of making them suffer through it, I'm, I'm fine with it then. Well, people should be able to go on their own terms. Yeah. And I mean, there, there are a small percentage of people that just, they just are done with life. They give up. Don't give up, Boggs. It'll be okay, buddy. And, I mean, it it would be a good thing, I think, to have some kind of system in place to where we help those individuals. But in the process, we try and sway them. Next, next week's show, Assisted Suicide. Here's it's the a thing. real uplifting show. And, and here's what... <laughs> Well, here's what happens, and this is why we're in most... Austin next week. So mm-hmm. Austin, and hey this girls, is, which I'm still up? gonna do that. Oh, listen to this. And here, that here's would be fun. And I don't I know how y'all like take your vacation time. That just seems really wrong not to do that. I don't know how you. You uh, might need to come back from there. <laughs> They'll just kill me and leave me on the side of the road. Oh, fucker, we, we've you fucker, we've already fucker, dis- we've already discussed that. Go ahead, Eric. You didn't discuss that. I just announced that over the air. You weird ass. We did before you got here. I don't know. I had a point and I lost it because you guys started rambling. That was him. Um, Good job, dick. Anyway. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure that you've heard about this news story. About this uh, Saudi Arabian woman. Who got uh, raped by seven men. Mm. Mm -hmm. You guys know about this? Mm -mm -mm. So... She um, stood up for herself and pretty much was claiming foul. Um, And uh, these seven men uh, who raped her pretty much got off scot-free. Nothing happened to them. Uh, She was found guilty and sentenced to 90 lashes for violating uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia's rigid Islamic law of segregation of the sexes. Mm Mm-hmm. Essentially, what they were trying to say was that she was sitting next to a man that was in no relation to her. Oh, yeah. So it was her fault that she got raped. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens. I mean, if there's a girl that I'm not related to that sits next to me, that's my inclination. I'm like, fuck, got got to rape her. Yeah, yeah, depending on what she looks like. Well, here's even the more fucked up thing. When her uh, lawyer stood up and kind of made a big scene and tried to get an appeal, they got an increase 
uh, from 90 lashes to 200 lashes. Because he was sitting next to her. <laughs> along with a six-month prison sentence tackled on for good measure. For her or for, for the lawyer? Her. For even defending her? For her. So, yeah. She went from go- getting 90 lashes to getting 200 along with six months in prison. Did George Bush... Because she got raped. Did George Bush ever say during the trip through Iraq that we needed to take down a dictator who punished his people for stuff <laughs> i just want to know if that's well he did saying. after he said uh or after we found that there were no chemical weapons we needed to take then then the story flipped then it was he was a bad guy and we had to get him out of there yeah it, you, it was gonna, moral grounds are right? you going to talk about him walking around holding the prince of saudi arabia's hand and kissing him on the cheek and how much they fucking are in bed with each other figuratively no, i was really just going to say that uh it's great that america can sit by and just Watch the world fuck up around them and not do anything about we it. In fact, we up. actually, in fact, we actually cause a lot of that. So, kudos, kudos, country. Well, in our defense, we didn't cause the problems in Saudi Arabia, Iran, yes, because we overthrew their democratically elected government, and, um, and then we supplied the weapons and munitions and stuff to, you know, Iraq to keep their people in line. So. Yeah, I mean, those two. But not Saudi Arabia. I mean, come on now. Don't be silly. Don't be a dick. We're not that bad. I have one more uh, fun story. Um, all our atheist listeners, which I'm pretty sure are all of them. <laughs> Most of them. Um, or they just put up with our shit on that. They believe in the Lord. Mark your calendars for October 19th. Okay. Uh, because... That date, an American biblical scholar named Joseph Atwill will appear before the British public to reveal an incredible new discovery that comes along with an ancient confession. Do you know what the confession is? Christ is real. Nope. Nope. Christ was made up for political purposes. That the Romans made up Christ for political purposes. Yeah. Yeah. I already knew that. I saw this, man. He claims that he has irrefutable evidence. I want to get this guy on the show. This is a Christian? Happened, but huh? This is a Christian dude? No. no, no, I don't no did so. I miss that part? I don't think so. No. The he, Romans um, made up Jesus for political purposes. Keep, yep. Keep the peeps in line, dude. They they made him in order to pacify um, the, the people of Rome, the Whoops. people that were trying to uprise. Didn't and work out pretty much it. encouraged Jews uh, to pay taxes as well. I don't really understand how that works. Jesus. Oh, I guess Jesus did Because Messiah, he was the turn the other cheek Messiah, as opposed to the wrath kind of God that they were living with at the time. Because if you do, you look at the Old Testament and the New Testament, they are kind of contrasting a little bit. You have a God that kills people for really stupid, mundane things to a uh, messiah that's talking about, you know, taking care of one another, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Very hippie-esque. So, I'm very, very, very curious to see what, what he has in store. So, I'm hoping that it's legit. Um, and even he said he doesn't think it'll be the end of Christianity. He thinks that, you know, they're going to do just like every other... Yeah, dude, they're yeah, really every, good at just avoiding facts. Exactly. Anyway. <laughs> They'll just do what they've always done, which is just like, oh, no, we don't see it. We don't see it. It's not real. It's not real. The devil put it there. He's trying to test our faith. 
he's trying to stop faith. Is that what they're going to do? Yeah. They're going to say it like a gay person? Yep. Ooh, all gay people sound like that? God damn it, I, I suck at this. Hey, but he does what? see it as a chance for those wanting to leave religion to have a clean break. Because there are those sure. people out there that they're they're teetering on the edge, you know. And those are usually people that are just, they were raised that way and they feel like their family will disown them if they go away from the church. Hey, they will. But this will give them some kind of... I'm the black sheep of my family. More confidence. Didn't Aubrey say that that was her family situation too? Oh, when she's totally disowned from them? No. Really? No. Her, she's close with her mom and dad. Aren't they like... They said that that's the case as far as like most of the... Uh, um, most of the families in Utah, yep, because they're Mormon, and if you turn your back on the church, that is pretty much exile in Utah, for the most part. But as far as her family, no, they're pretty, they're close. Hmm. Her mom and dad actually came and visited. And they're really cool people. Neat. Are Neat. they are they Mormons? <laughs> Neato. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they're not. Okay, there, there I are, didn't. There are peoples. Okay, I didn't realize if that was true or if. Because I, I kind of like, I don't know no, why I, think I just they had this were, assumption that they like, were, I think they were a Mormon at one point and then they kind of woke up and realized it's realized, all, holy a shit, whole this bunch is crazy. of bullshit. They got exiled. And it, it was kind of funny. Like I wouldn't even bring stuff up and I would, his dad or her uh, dad would make little comments and I would just like chuckle and be like, yep, I totally agree. Right. And if you have comments or suggestions. <laughs> Be sure to now we're whoring ourselves out. Like yeah, we never later. a good segue, dude. Give we, them this one. We never fucking do it. <laughs> we should at the beginning of the show. Uh, I think we did last show. Twitter at the Intel Saviors, Facebook, iTunes, Podbean, our own website intellectualsaviors.com. We're available on all of them, and you can email us if you want to send us special pictures. Mm. Yes, Intel Saviors at gmail.com. Or penis pics. Just make sure to put Bog's name in the subject line. And he will look at them. And he will touch himself to them. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. Um, Actually, I'm going to go ahead and just be honest. Send send titty pics. Boggs needs them. (laughs) It'll it'll cheer him up. It'll cheer him up. Yeah, do it before he does his reassignment surgery that goes completely wrong. <laughs> and then he euthanizes himself. Oh, I'm so sorry, Box. That's going to be a part of his fucking European tour when he's. So is doing the question ever going to come up? Why are you quitting the show? You're not quitting the fucking show. Stop it. Because <laughs> I want to just go back to this moment. You keep going <laughs> back like to it. We're ignoring it. <laughs> Whatever, dude. You're not ignoring it. Deep down inside, you're hurt. You're not going to you know fucking you're quit. Me. Stop this. By the way, I like your TCU shirt, you douche. Hey, man. I support the Christians. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I was actually looking. Eric looked at you even more concerning. Shut the fuck up. It's a moment of silence. So what else you got? This is what they replaced prayer there. with, by the way. To skirt that a little bit. They're like, we're not going to have prayer in school. We're going to have a moment of silence. You guys want to have a moment of silence for the moment of silence? No. Good, because I don't fucking want to do that either. It's all me? Yeah. Okay. Don't you Sweet. have more stories? It's all you know, on. He's done like with stories. It's all on Eric. Oh, he's done with oh, stories. Oh, I know what he's talking about. I had a song, but... Shut up. I already played it, well, so... You never fucking, like, 
I told you, you just, just fire it off. Like fucking I want you to surprise me and fire it off. I'll have to do that next episode. Yo! It's the dick of the world! I just love how I say yo. <laughs> I told, I told Eric, I said, just fire the fucking thing off because I don't even have one. Because I told him, until this fucking financial bullshit's done in Washington, every fucking week the shutdown's in play. The I don't Republican know if, Congress is the fucking dicks of the week. I don't know if we've ever done this, so I wanted to ask. Do we ever make the guy that kidnapped those girls for 10 years dick of the week? No, I, no, like, I don't think so. I enjoyed his work. So, and Did you hear the thing this week about him? Like, he wasn't actually... He didn't hang himself. They're saying now that they're pretty fucking sure that what happened was is uh, autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, really? Yeah. So, he was fucking just... I guess he missed the girls and he didn't have them around, so he was he had to bait it choking himself while choking the chicken, hmm. and fucking he just went a little too far with that. Didn't work out for him. Good riddance. Well, I mean, I guess anyway, he went out. But I note, I got a I clip guess. here for Eric. I think you guys will enjoy this. This is kind of a long clip, um, but <laughs> I cut it down as much as I can, so I feel bad for the listeners. But I think you'll get some enjoyment out of this. This is the reason why we're in fucking shutdown right now. Because the fucking we have these Tea Party Congress people, and we have these insane fucking congressmen that are in fucking play, have their seats because of these gerrymandered districts that we've got. And one of the worst of all is Michelle Bachman. And this was a clip from her on a fucking radio station this past week. Genius. President Obama, on the same day that there was the horrible, tragic naval yard mm-hmm. attack, 13 Americans were killed in Washington, D.C., in the Navy Yard. That day, President Obama waived a ban on selling arms to terrorists. Now, this is hard to believe, but President Obama waived a ban on arming terrorists in order to allow weapons to go to the Syrian opposition. And let me just read from one article. It says, Some elements of the Syrian opposition are associated with radical Islamic terror groups, including al-Qaeda. This is amazing. The Arms Export Control Act, President Obama waives the prohibitions in sections 40 and 40A so that your listeners, U.S. taxpayers, are now paying to give arms to terrorists including al-Qaeda. Now, this didn't get much notice in the press. And as of today, the United States is willingly, knowingly, intentionally sending arms to terrorists. Now, what this says to me, as I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, as I look at the end time scripture, this says to me that the leaf is Mm -hmm. on the fig tree. And we are to understand the signs of the times, which is your ministry. We are to understand where we are in God's end time history. This isn't to cause us fear. This is to cause us, I believe, as believers in Jesus Christ, to grow up and mature in our faith and embrace. The prophets said they long to look to this time. Mm -hmm. The prophets long to look into the future, to see these days of his coming and herald his coming. And we're privileged to live in them. Yes, we are privileged. Rather than seeing this as a negative, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus, his day is at hand. And so when we see up is down and right is called wrong, when this is happening, we were told this, that these days would be as the days of Noah. We are seeing that in our time. Yes, it gives us fear in some respects because we want the retirement that our our parents enjoyed. We want our children and grandchildren to have wonderful, positive lives. Well, they will. 
If they know Jesus Christ, and if they know the glorious future that is set out for all of mankind, not just Americans, not just conservatives, but every human being that God ever created, that should give us and impel us on into the gospel. First of all, the beginning thing where she's going on about the whole Obama fucking selling arms or giving arms to Al-Qaeda, a little bit mistaken on that. She's a little bit off, but I love how she takes the Not fact. Not only that, that, but what did the Tea Party's Messiah, Ronald Reagan, do? Don't worry about that, um, because he was doing it for a good cause. Yeah, <laughs> that, that got us a really good cause. I love how, because Obama is giving weapons to Al-Qaeda, which he's not doing. It's That's a sign of the end of the world. Praise Jesus. But see, the thing that's sad about that is she went off on that rant this week. And then I don't know if you guys saw the thing about uh, Justice Scalia. He did an article in, um, or they did an article in Time Magazine with him, and he was talking about Satan, how, like, he believes in Satan. And, like, you know, in the Old Testament, Satan was always about doing evil things, but you never hear about Satan anymore. But he knows Satan's still out there, but Satan's just so much more wily now than he used to be. You know, and he's still wreaking havoc. And it's just, it's so insane. It's like, you expect that from her because she's just a fucking insane fucking human who is in a seat because she's in one of these gerrymandered districts. But when you think about that motherfucker is on the Supreme Court, you know, every one of these huge cases that's come through, you know, he has a say on it. And he thinks the same way she does. It's like there's not much of a difference between the two of them. There's not a big divide. And that's the sad thing. She's one of 400 and some members of fucking Congress. He is one of seven fucking members of the Supreme Court, you know, or nine. What am I wrong? Justice Scalia. (laughs) God damn, I got to think about nine. Anyway, don't worry about it. Don't worry if I'm wrong. I've been drinking. It's fucking pathetic. That's the reason why we're in the place where we are right now. It's fucking that kind of thinking and that kind of nonsense. I saw, I think it was Bill Maher. He made a funny comment. I might be wrong. If it's, is it him or John Stewart saying, if you have these like Christian Republicans that believe that way, that this is the end of the world, then they shouldn't be allowed to vote on next year's budget because they don't believe next year is going to come anyway or something. That was pretty funny. That is genius. To me, at least. I don't even know what to say. Well, here's here are the facts. The facts are that pretty much I I can't even recall a time in which humans never said that the end times were near. Yep. They've always fucking said it. Yeah, that's really old. It's you an remember? innate fear, and it's not a fear of like the end of civilization. It's an it's the fear of dying. Is essentially what so. it is. You know what and I really, think? ultimately, once you die, that is the end of the world for you. Right. So it does make sense in some kind of like weird way. but In a th- very base, animalistic, non-thinking yeah, way. But every <clears throat> single civilization, every single year, we've always had that doomsday scenario. The end times are near. Regardless if it's a Christian thing or if it's fucking Mayan apocalypse or it's Y2K or it's fucking... Uh, the Jones community down in fucking uh, South America. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's always one thing or another. The end times are near. I know it because I believe blah, blah, blah. They said that when the Gatling gun came out. You know? Yeah. That? Oh, yeah, because it just mowed down humans. Yeah, and they've never seen people killed at that efficiency at that rate. Yeah, so that. it's terrifying. It was the end times. Yeah. 
See, look, we're developing weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> the Gatling gun. Ancient, uh, ancient civilizations that didn't understand, uh, you know, what comets were. Seeing those come, it was the fucking end times. It was this weird spot in the sky with this crazy ass tail that they've never seen before. That's a fucking sign of the end times. Like, it's always something. And every time anybody says it's like the end, it's well, the problem go is, is you have you no can idea. either you can either take <laughs> things really literally or you can take them metaphorically when it comes to like revelations and shit from the Bible. So it's like anything could be the rider on the white horse. You know what I'm saying? Like he came through the sky. It's like fuck. That could have been a jet airplane. That could have been Obama. He took over. He's you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. th- there's always some metaphorical tie to what something. What do you think about you Obama? Do you tell us again? I forgot. I wish I had the drop clip. I'd just play it. <laughs> that would be pretty much <laughs> terrible, actually. <laughs> I honestly, he's a politician. Like, and I know, I know, it sounds kind of funny that <laughs> us, like the biggest doomsday scenarioists of them all, talking about every fucking thing that's wrong with humanity. You're trying to say we're not positive <laughs> enough. I'm just. I think it's kind of funny that we're, you know, bashing somebody who's talking about the end times, but we're not necessarily saying the end times because fucking Monsanto is doing something stupid. We're not saying it's the end times because of some crazy uh, economic paradigm that we're in. We're just saying that we know it's fucked up and wrong and we want to change it for the better to advance our civilization. I'm saying it's the end times because most likely there will be a religious nut that gets a nuke at some point and goes, well, here goes nothing. That is... That's a very big possibility. I, I I don't know. I mean, th- there are definitely fucking some crazy ass nuts out there that have way too much power for sure. Um, but I think really it it comes down to, and not to like get our heads all big and stuff, but it comes down to people like us and people like our listeners, uh, trying to educate. You know, to to put it in their words, to spread the word. But the our word is truth and it's ever changing you know we we might say something like a year ago but today we might have changed our perspective because that's where the science leads us or stats or or stats yeah absolutely like actually we look at actually what's going on and we try and be critical and observant of it well laws change and like right now one of the things that we should do like early 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 on in the show we had a shit pile of statistics that we did over like abortion and stuff like that. It's oh, that probably completely it's, They're changed. completely different at this yeah. point. So we might want to go back and like look at what it is this year and like keep trends up and stuff. But but yeah, like you know, what's funny is they mark that as a sign of weakness. That's the thing that I don't know if you've ever like heard that we change our ideas yeah. and perspectives. They're like, they're like, yeah, science is always wrong because they always change their opinions and they're that's never the right point. about. That's the point. It's like, yeah, but that's like who the fuck challenges anything in your religion? Like. It just, we're it's humble enough to, to say, eh, we're not sure. This is our best guess. Yeah. But we're not sure. And then when somebody else looks at it and goes, uh, I think we're off on this. They're like, well, let me check that. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. Let me go call my buddy. Hey, or he's get right. Peer-reviewed. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's a consensus. It's not just one well, fucking mad scientist going, we came from apes. Right. It's a consensus. Well, the thing that they don't it understand takes a lot of brilliant is, minds to come up with right. this shit. It took a lot of information that's not told to. Like when people talk about it, as oh, like certainly, when, so simplified. When it's a religious argument, down. oh shit, yeah. When it's talked about like evolution, it's always like we came from apes. Really, that's what your whole thing is. We came from apes. 
<laughs> you're like, you realize how much work and time and energy and like study and looking at gene chromosomes and like comparing them and be like, holy shit, we're like one or two away from being an ape. Like we're one or two away or how for the fuck the number is. But like there's just a certain gene sequence yeah. that's different and that's it. And you're like, and really when you think about it, like I don't know if people have put this together or not, especially in the Christian world. There's only four inputs for your genes anyway. There are four inputs. Yep. That's it. I can only think of three on most women. What's the fourth one? I really want to laugh at that because I actually think it's funny as hell. But, um, the ear. Anyway, so. Give me another beer. <laughs> Why are you rhyming? Uh, anyway, so. But like when you only have four sequences, really how complex can it be? It can just get longer. And that's what they do. Like most yeah, gene sequences. Longer. Absolutely. It just gets more complex because the code is longer. It doesn't mean that there's a more complex input. There's yeah. only four. So it's a good uh, there's a good song from the band Tool. It's called Forty Six and Two, and it's talking about the human genome, and the whole point is like evolving past what we what we are. So one of the main lines is Forty Six and Two ahead of you, right. saying that anybody who's got that genome is ahead of all the rest of us. Right. Um, my my favorite that... explanation ever is uh, Mr. Garrison on South Park when he's talking about evolution. You guys remember that? I do not remember that episode. So it's got the little graph of like the fish and then the fish going on land and then turning into a lizard and all this stuff. And he's like, so we got this fish and this fish has sex with this mutant over here. <laughs> and then it fucking has sex with this ape. So really, you're all descendants of a retarded fucking fish frog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, that's that's kind of what I think conservatives like. They look at the evolutionary map and go, that that doesn't make sense. I didn't come from no monkey. Yeah, it's nuance isn't their thing. It's pretty much black and white on everything. Yeah, I mean the the data that's on evolution is insurmountable. It's, it's pretty damn ridiculous hard. Ridiculous how go. much data there is in evolution. Well, I've said this. And I'm just, pretty sure I've said this on the show. Just looking like, at one freaking species, it can drown you in information. Just fucking drown the said, shit out okay, of you in information. He, he corrected himself. What? You said drowned. Yeah. But you said it in the. It doesn't matter. Okay, Jesus so. Goddamn Christ. It doesn't matter. Anyway. I don't know if I've told you this on the show or not, but if we're going to take evolution off the table and claim it false, we need to let a lot of people out of prison <laughs> for DNA evidence. Right. Because it's all built on the same rules. You can't have DNA proof like that without assuming evolution is real and bacteria developed a way to stop viruses from killing them. You can't do it. You can't make those assumptions anymore. You have to let a lot of people go on DNA evidence. No. Those are like the people that you want to keep in jail because you linked them to a crime. You know, yeah. A lot of times... Uh, DNA evidence is what gets them out of jail, <laughs> as we learned when we did or our that. capital punishment. So uh, at that show, point, it's like, well, now your DNA. See, that's the other thing too. Is on. But thank it, you for bringing that up. Now at that point, it's like, hey, yeah, we found DNA evidence that you weren't there, but you had a lot of circumstantial evidence piled against you, and evolution isn't true, so that can't be a thing. <laughs> he, he, he just he just let out a lion roar cough. Are you okay? God damn, Eric just passed out in the fucking. Are you kitchen. okay, Eric? I think he's dead on the fucking floor in there. Go give him out the mouth real quick. I'll keep the show going. Anyway, so this week... Sorry, I just have a nasty cough that's still left over from my illness. This week's topic is kind of bringing back something that happened a couple years past. Um, I, I guess we're going to kind of generalize it and take it and a little, expand it, but um, 
overall theme, we kind of want to go over like the Fukushima incident and maybe like nuclear nuclear power. I don't know what you guys have on the subject exactly. Well, we know what you have blogs on. I don't know what Eric has on the subject, I should say. I have philosophy and opinion. Uh, we can go into, uh, I mean, do you have any of like history, like where it started? I mean, obviously most people know where it started from. I'll let you take that part. See, I couldn't I want to go. Oh. What is this? Everybody knows. <laughs> it was a tsunami. Yes, yes, yes. That yes. hit Japan. And unfortunately, the reactor there in Fukushima was part of the disaster and uh, it became extremely unstable and it irradiated a lot of shit around it. And it was pretty much a uh, no man's land for a long time until they were finally able to get in there and try and cool the reactors down and get everything back up and running and at least stable because they they were definitely worried about meltdown for sure, Uh, especially initially after the... uh, after the tsunami, the unfortunate thing is that there, the Japanese were not very forthcoming with exactly how much radiation was leaked into the ocean and into the wildlife and soil around the area. And uh, I remember it wasn't too long after uh, the tsunami. They were trying to say that, um, you know, crops and stuff that were grown around. I mean, these, these were like miles away, but they were still affected by the same water, mm-hmm. um, were fine to eat. And I remember that they even put like little stickers on all their products when they were trying to sell it to the Japanese saying, oh, no, it's safe. It's safe. Yeah. Um, and it just seems to be an endless stream of shit and lies that have been coming since it started. There's definitely massive contamination into the ocean. It has definitely contaminated a lot of wildlife, including wildlife that we consume. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, you've got to think about the uh, wildlife that migrates a lot and then consumes that food, so then it gets contaminated. Um, and they just... They, they don't seem to really be giving us any kind of information and any kind of things that scientists come up with and talk about there. They try and shut it down and say, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's That's in, not the case. It's, it's, it's exaggerated. It seems to be pretty much the way it was. <clears throat> oh, and I remember it was a couple of days after the fact they had those maps that you could see where it showed, uh, the radiation that was in the air that was just slowly making its way to the U S <laughs> Yeah, and there was nothing you could do to stop it. I mean, we don't have fucking n- these weird, crazy electromagnetic nets for radiation or some shit. Initially, that probably wouldn't even work. Get on <laughs> that right there. You're a millionaire. Yeah. No, though, to be fair, I don't know that it's really about whether or not the leak happened. It's really about just the information. Oh, no. Well, right? See, here's the thing. <laughs> the information's bad. The leak is the worst part. That's it. The well, inf- I'm saying like I'll the get information. Into, the fact I got a lot of stuff up, on it. We'll get into but it here. I mean, and yeah, we can get into it a little bit more, but I think a lot of it comes down to um, energy companies because they don't want to get rid of nucle- nuclear power. No, because that's pretty easy for them to make money off of, um, and it seems to be like the big it thing to do. Because yeah. instead of you know worrying about uh, geothermal uh, power plants and things like that, you know that would actually be clean renewable energy. We want to focus on this uh, really outdated way of uh, mass-producing energy for large cities. That needs to be submerged in water to keep it cool. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that? Non-stop. 
Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they're they're deep, man. Yeah. But here's the problem with that too. This is, I think, the, I actually was talking about this uh, to a friend on the way here. Why do we have this attitude that like our technology will just like outrun our stupidity? Have you noticed that? Let me give you an example. Hasn't it already? Not real. We'll look at clean coal. There's Remember no we've talked about no that before. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Clean What's coal like doesn't exist. Our assumption is this. Well, let's just shoot it into the earth and yeah. we'll think of something later. We'll, we'll think of something. It. We'll bury all the pollution and just hope that somebody else in the future comes up with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm a saying. Way to deal like, with it. That's what we do every single time. An Instead of actually like trying out. to find out a way to yeah. get rid of it. <laughs> like I'm sure at some point somebody was like, well, we can use nukes as bombs or we can use them as power plants and we have to submerge them in water, but we'll think of something. Yeah. We'll come up with some sort of, you know, uh, a plastic or something that can contain it and block radiation and just shield it. And then, I mean, who gives a shit? It's a barrel that can block radiation. Who yeah. cares? Oh, shit, the barrel broke. Fuck! You know what I'm saying? Like, we never really... It's just never a big deal. Like, I'm sure that at this this plan, it's like, eh, what are the chances we get hit by a tsunami, really? What are the chances? <laughs> well, how long do you plan on being around? Do you plan on being around for like a hundred years? Chances are pretty good. Well, that's see, that's the other thing. Trying to shut down a reactor is not an easy thing to do. No. Once you get it going, it's kind of there. <laughs> it's either there or it's meltdown. <laughs> well, that's the point too. I'm not like, a nuclear physicist, but I do know that it's extremely right. difficult. Well, when you when it comes to, to stop to, the reaction after it started. Yeah, and when it comes to things like that, it's like. Put your facility basically on a graph to infinity because that's how long you're going to be there. How, what are the chances that you get hit by a tornado? What are the chances you get hit by X? Why didn't we take safety precautions? Why isn't it completely submerged well, underground? Why? There's so many things you I can wanna, do. I want to go back from the beginning, but on your point, what they, the problem with those structures is they're not – those are built by actually American companies. Those are based on a GE yes. blueprint that we use here in America, actually, yep. and a lot of the ones in California, which are setting on – right on the cusp of the ocean. A fucking fault line. Or exactly – or on fault lines Oops. or made the exact same way. So, I mean, it's like, you know, it's they need the power. They want to throw it up. And toward the end here, I got some stats on kind of the power plants and everything. But, you know, they want to throw these up because it's the cheaper, cleaner energy source, right? So they'll cut corners. I mean, even though you would think that in a situation with using nuclear power, which is the most volatile of all energy sources, they had put the most time and effort into building these things to code. Uh, they still cut corners. And, you know, the same problems that they've had there, they would have the exact same problems with the ones they have here in the States oh, because they're, yeah. they're designed by the same corporation, well, we're the General best. Fucking Electric. We're the best at always planning for luxury and convenience and not planning for emergency. We're the best. <clears throat> I kind of wanted to kind of go back a little bit on what Eric was saying. The problem with Fukushima, I think if you got to compare it to something, they have a, a scale. The um, It's an international scale for um, nuclear and radiological events. And it's a, seven, it's a one to seven scale. Of course, sevens being the worst. So, like, if you hit in the first three, it's only considered like an accident. But if you hit that four, five, six, seven, then it's like... Um, or an incident, it's like considered like a major accident. When uh, Fukushima first happened, the Japanese were coming out saying, well, this is a four, maybe a five on the scale. But within like a couple of weeks after the incident happened and they had such large leakage and like Eric was saying, you could see it like they could, you know, use their special thermal nuclear monitors or whatever the fuck they had where you could do these graphs and stuff and take these pictures. You could see the shit leaking out to sea in the air and um, it was so much more than they were putting out. And then they came out and they're 
and maybe this is a seven. <laughs> you know, maybe we did hit a seven. It's the only other one to hit a seven on that scale since Chernobyl, which happened in 86. And for people, just briefly on Chernobyl, it happened in Russia. The, the difference between that and this one is Chernobyl happened, it was interlocked in land, first of all. And when they had the, the reactor hit, it's kind of, I mean, I'm sure the people of Russia would tell me to fuck myself when I say this, but it's kind of like in the middle of nowhere. Who fucking cares? Russia's enormous to begin with, you know, and they were able to block it off. They're still doing cleanup on that today, 27 years later. They're still having incidents. They had tens of thousands of cases of cancer because of it. Kids getting thyroid cancer and everything, drinking water or milk from animals or whatever it is, you know. I mean, not just kids, of course, but um, the difference is with Fukushima, like Eric was saying, that shit's right on the ocean. And with the way the currents are, I saw a, a picture that they took and this was from last year, where you could see the shit feeding out into the ocean, all the leakage, and it's already like two-thirds of the way, and the stream takes it right to Hawaii. And then after it hits Hawaii, it comes right into the West Coast and the California, and they're already pulling fish out of the sea where they can see, I think it's um, cesium is the um, contaminant in it that, yeah. you know, we're... Um, yeah, they've been pulling tuna off the California coast. Yeah, they're testing, and they're seeing just huge amounts of this material i mean way above normal averages like tenfold and uh i mean you're seeing that now and that shit is continuing to leak and um so i wouldn't eat sushi oh fuck. anytime soon if i were you fuck no fuck no um as much as i love sushi and this uh, this is information i remember this happened like a couple of years ago don't they farm those though no, not like the tuna. No, <clears throat> but it's still Damn. most of that shit still comes from that area. You can't really tuna. They haven't really developed a good way to farm it. Shitty salmon. They can trout. Yes. Good food knowledge, Eric. Yeah. I so like <laughs> yeah, if you're a big sushi fan, Go and even the, the, the salmon the that they do the farm is usually Atlantic salmon, and uh, there it's pretty amazing that difference in taste between the farm raised and uh the wild caught it's amazing how much better the wild caught tastes Hmm. of the same freaking kind of fish it's crazy and speaking of that just this past week i mean we're talking two years after the event almost or longer um their prime minister uh shinzo abe of japan said that they are finally open to receiving global aid because they, like Eric said, they totally have shut everybody out. They wouldn't let people in because I think it's so bad and they can't contain it. And it's almost like that pride factor and an embarrassment. Like, oh, we're kind of fucking up the world here. <laughs> you know, we don't want people in on it. Um, but he said that you know they're finally open to receiving global aid on the disaster. Um, right now, they said there's so much radioactive water leaks and it continues to contaminate the Pacific Ocean ecosystem. And you know, of course, like we're saying the food supply of the world. I mean, that's where they we pull a lot of the fish and stuff that comes out of that area. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, back in uh, August, um, they found a breach in a holding tank that uh, 300 tons of toxic water escaped. Um, and when they tested the water that they were able to hold in, it had... And anybody who's a scientist might know this, but I don't think... Do we have any scientists that fucking listen to this? Probably, uh, probably not. 200,000... They uh, probably feel we're beneath them. That curls uh, <laughs> per liter of beta-emitting radioactive isotopes were found, including strontium-90, which the legal limit, once again, I said 200,000 that curls. Uh, the legal limit of strontium-90 is 30 per liter. 
they found 200,000 per liter. Just a, just a hair over the legal limit. Just a touch. Yeah, I read this thing. And that was 300 tons that went into the fucking ocean. I, they, they cleared the high jump. That's for damn sure. Awesome. They're um, the Japan Tokyo Electric Power Company, or they call it TEPCO. TEPCO, yeah. Yeah, they um, said that a cumulative 20 trillion to 40 trillion uh, becquerels of radioactive uh, tritanium or tritium, excuse me, have probably leaked into the Pacific Ocean Jesus. since the disaster started. And like Eric was saying, 30 per liter ridiculous is more. So thinking about that, like Eric said, 30 per liter is bad. They said 20 to 40 trillion have probably leaked into the ocean. <laughs> It's possible that we lead 20 or 30 trillion. Can you imagine how that conversation went? Oh, my God, man. And that's the thing. Like, you were talking about, you know, when building these sites, they're cutting corners on stuff. It seems to me that even in rebuilding and trying to fix everything and trying to keep these uh, complete meltdown and stuff, they cut corners again because they keep on having these breaches and shit. And Mm -hmm. it's like, what the fuck are you doing over there? Get your shit together. Like, you're fucking up. An ocean. How yeah, ridiculous imagine? is that that you fuck up an ocean? <laughs> can hey. you imagine if it's going to be like, look, you can't surf in the Pacific Ocean anymore because it's you will get cancer just off the water and the radiation that you're taking it's in. It's ridiculous to think because uh, everybody knows that the vast majority of what the planet is is fucking water. And it's not exactly like this ocean is singled up from other oceans and there's no underlying currents that go to other oceans or bodies of sea it's all interconnected mm-hmm. so on a long enough timeline it's gonna get fucking everywhere yeah i saw this hey, dude look we are humans and we have technology <laughs> and our technology <laughs> one in day the, in the future in the future we will clean all of that shit up because of little nano robots that we build yeah you want to do that you want to you know what Japan's fucking technology is? This is the funny thing. They said that so far that they estimate about seven tons of this radioactive water have leaked into the ocean. But what they're saying is, well, but the ocean's so big, before it gets to anywhere else, it's probably going to be diluted. That I swear to God, that's what they're saying. They're like, don't worry about it. Are they, are they referring to the fucking shit that BP was talking about in the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah. Yet we're still having problems in the Gulf of Mexico. Nah, dude, then Mexico's fine. And they're like, oh BP's no, 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 a great job. Yeah, there are these uh, bacteria that eat it. You know, they'll take care of the shit. <laughs> no. Did they literally just say the market will take care of themselves? <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yeah, the market will take care of itself. <laughs> the bacteria, the so, fish oh, no, no, that we, we there's, eat. There's market that'll be fucking. You know, it'll take care. Oh of my god, dude. So fucking awesome. I just, I'm so tired of humans. We're such arrogant, dumb people. Well, see, here's the thing. Well, the yeah, there's definitely some dumb people out there. But what it really boils down to is they don't, companies don't want to take blame for shit yep. ever. No, because that, that all it does, a loss of profit. it costs them money. So that's where it comes from. It doesn't come from idiocy. It comes from the fact that they don't want to lose money, period. They want to do anything and everything in their power. Like BP, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they got off light. Oh, yeah. They got off very, very light. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a hefty sum that they had to pay, but it it was really, really light. oil company. Exactly. And this, a a giant fucking energy company, 
they're getting off light. I mean, they they really haven't uh, they they really haven't had to pay much for their punishment. I mean, because it was a natural disaster that caused it. It w- there was no way that they uh, yeah. you know didn't structurally make it sound to handle the uh, forces of nature that were around them. It was just it just happened. Whoops. And that's a great thing too because some of the newer ones that are being built, not just in the states here, but other countries, GE is still in charge of you know putting together the blueprints for those even after this incident i mean who knows maybe they'll actually kick it up a notch and try to fucking correct the mistakes fucking just take away the factor of fucking wind and water you know the thing that's messed up is the amount that's leaking out today you know like i said they have the seven scale and stuff the amount that's leaking out on a daily basis they said it's enough that it's considered a serious incident and would be a level three. So every day, a level three nuclear waste disaster just is goes occurring. In the fucking ocean. Every fucking day because of how much is flown out there. It's just like, eh, it's only it's only considered a serious incident. Don't worry about it. The ocean and, will dilute it. <laughs> and here's something, and I, I I tried looking for it, and it was kind of hard, and I really couldn't find much of anything. But the uh, the first responders, not necessarily like firefighters or whatever. But the people that were part of the employment of the plant that got there first, I haven't been able to find anything about them, like what kind of contamination that they possibly were exposed to. Um, Because initially they didn't know. Dude, look, our technology (laughs) is such that even if they were contaminated... Even if they die and their skeletons in the ground sometime in the future... Well, I don't know what they got... But the the major reactor that melted down, I think it was the number four reactor, they're saying right now the amount of, there's 1,200, if you get toward the center of it, there's 1,200 Becquerels coming off of it, and they say that's enough to kill a human within four hours of exposure. Jeez. Right now, today. So knowing as soon as it happened, those people, they're probably all just infested with the cancer right now. I can't imagine. Dude, I'm sure a lot of them passed away hey, already. I saw on Facebook... <laughs> this is, is going to be great. I saw <laughs> I saw on Facebook that we're already like really close to getting cures for cancer. So I'm telling you man, just let technology play itself out. Don't care. Um don't it'll, care. It'll happen. And part of the course, you know, uh the United States really isn't doing much of anything. Meanwhile, Nothing. there are other countries that wait, are wait, wait. I have two questions. One, is there oil in Japan that we can <laughs> take over? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Hot Japanese mean, like, girls. I know that. I just mean steps to protect their people. Like South Korea, they have a ban on any fish imports uh, yep. from Japan. Mm-hmm. You know, that actually Period. doesn't sound like a U.S. type and endeavor, except for that it probably affects U.S. companies since they're pulling fish out of the Pacific Ocean. The the government, they, they blame uh, scientifically unacceptable information from Tepico uh, over the radiation levels in the water around the nuclear plant. So they're like, no, we're not. Uh, we know you put that fancy little sticker on there. But we're sending that shit back. Right. So I- at least they are like taking a stand and like at least trying to protect their people to the best of their abilities. I mean, obviously, it's kind of difficult when the shit's just fucking shooting out into the air and fucking going into the sea and stuff. It's really hard to trace where everything's going. But they're at least taking steps. Meanwhile, here in America, we're just like, oh, we, we pulled out these tuna that are sl- slightly irradiated. Yeah. But- Hey, you know, it's bound to happen eventually. And like I said, those photos that they showed from overhead, and like I said, the ones that I saw were from just last year, and that radiation already spread about two-thirds of the way to 
to uh, Hawaii. So, and like I said, what Eric would brought up, you know, the fish they're testing off the coast right now, the Pacific coast are already showing, you know, high volumes of uh, that cesium and stuff. So it's already affecting, and you know, I'd hate to live in Hawaii, man. Cause you know, Hawaii's getting a lot of that shit coming through. Hey, I, I do have one thing for our listeners. If you're a complete jackass and you don't give a <laughs> shit and you want to make a ton of money, invest in pharmaceutical companies. And in 10 years, anything that has anything to do with cancer research or whatever, gonna fucking skyrocket well you know what you should have gave that advice like a couple weeks ago because uh since obamacare got put in a lot of the health insurance companies have actually their stocks have gone up over oh, the last couple of weeks because of that shit could have got a little bump already i'm just saying Bigger 10 bump years later yeah 10 years it's a wise investment for the future <laughs> any kind of pharmaceutical company that deals with uh, uh cancer meds i thought that skyrocket. i thought this was funny because they're you taking know, one of the best meme for this show would be that Futurama episode where uh, the professor's like, I no longer want to live on this planet. <laughs> yeah. That I should just be above our Facebook anymore. forever. Mm. Nah, dude. I want to live forever. If anybody who don't know, doesn't know that reference, um, he's talking about how they opened up a new science museum. And uh, the scientist that's the head of the museum, he shows like a caveman riding a dinosaur. <laughs> And then that's when the professor's like, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Was it a, was it a caveman or was it Jesus riding on the dinosaur? No. It was I, a, did it makes you see that meme? I saw that meme, too. It was a There's caveman. a lot of Dude, it showed, it showed like a fucking feast of Jesus or something, and Jesus rides into Jerusalem on a goddamn velociraptor. Dude, I honestly remember those like little cartoon books and shit growing up like from my church where it would have like people with fucking dinosaurs and shit. I don't know where that fucking museum is. I think it's in Tennessee. Oh, that's that, a, that really, that uh, creationist museum? That's a fucking road trip. Where they got trip. the animatronics of like people next to dinosaurs. Oh, it's, t- it's totally a road trip for us. I th- you guys are like this. Japan, because they're taking so much shit about all the stuff leaking to the ocean. They've come up with a couple ideas of things they could do. First Ooh. of all, the government uh, decided they might start providing funding for um, some creative measures, they said. They one, might. Yeah. They one, might. One of them, oh, I love this, and one of the plans involves a steel barrier that they would erect between the plant and the ocean to stop the radioactive water from flowing into it. What do you think? That's a good idea, huh? Build a big wall. It works for us keeping out the immigrants. We'll do it with the radiation. And then TEPCO also plans by 2015. Still do that to radiation. By 2015? By 2015, they want to freeze the ground around the entire reactor complex, creating a subterranean ring of permafrost with a circumference of about a mile to prevent the groundwater near the surface from seeping into the ruined complex and becoming contaminated, as it currently does. In the year 2015. Yeah. Dude, I swear to God. And like I said... One thing you got to think about Russia. Russia. Well, wait. Is by 2015, he- so let's see. That's two years away. Yeah. How much leaks out a day that you said? Well, <laughs> well, no. This is so just a reminder. This isn't every day. This isn't the 30 tons leak into the ocean. They're just talking about the what's hitting the groundwater the now ground that water, the Japanese yeah. people oh. drink and survive on. You got to remember, Jap- Japan is so tiny. Think of it. Like I said, Chernobyl oh, was really in the middle small. of nowhere. I mean, we're talking about 150 miles from Kiev, which is like the next biggest city. They were able to block it off pretty good. And they're still doing the cleanup on that, like I said. I mean, oh, yeah. It's still a fucking disaster. Yeah, Chernobyl, you still... I, I wouldn't want to walk around there. Japan that shit. is very tiny. And you have... Okay, for instance, like the leak, they said... Uh, God damn, I, I have the information. I have to find... They said that the leak in um, Russia, like the tonnage of the fucking material, the nuclear material, was like 
I think 700 tons or something. The one in Fukushima is like 1,800 tons. It's like three times as much nuclear material that was encased in that particular plant that could leak out. So you're talking about three times as much shit to fucking contaminate and pollute the area. And it's on that tiny little island of Japan. Those people are fucked, dude. I mean, and it it pisses me off, too, because... I cannot stress enough how much I love Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where that was going. The instant you said it, they all need to like, come oh. over and move in with me. <laughs> come on like he's, over. He's worried about the Japanese girls. I can fit at least a, a dozen of you. <laughs> I swear to God, just come over. Come on over. Let's make this happen. But no, I mean that. I feel bad for them because they're fucked. And the thing that's funny, I guess it's not funny so much, but they have um, the 2020 Olympics. We're supposed to be in Japan. And the prime minister's like, oh, we'll have this under control by then. Don't worry about it. You guys just send your athletes over. We'll have a good whole fucking time. It's like, oh, my God. They're, like, they're talking about taking the Olympics out of uh, Russia because of their anti-gay policies, yeah. which is so fucking bullshit, which is nonsense. But I don't know, man. If I'm American, I'm like, eh, maybe a few days wouldn't be so bad. But I don't know. I don't know if I want to go over there. <laughs> I'm not trying to avoid that, but who knows? By 2015, they'll have the permafrost down, so it'll be. I mean, all what good. they they said that uh, well, Russia didn't they? They're not gonna like lift the ban or whatever, but aren't they like being a little bit more egregious or whatever? Yeah, they won't uh, arrest the athletes at least. But even still, that's fucking bullshit. That's I I just don't understand that whatsoever. Oh that's a God. complete step in the wrong direction. You and not only that, but I mean, imagine like some really young uh gay youth in russia what what they're having to deal with i mean they're already probably confused and insecure and whatever and then they get a, their fucking government saying yeah we will uh incarcerate you you know you we need to do come out of the closet we probably need to do a show and go into depth is i don't think people realize what how much shit that's going on over there we probably should do some stuff on that i like doing outside the country stuff i think people should be more aware of their surroundings and the other Plus things going we, on I around mean, the we, world we've done a show on on like gay marriage and like just prejudice over homosexuals but i don't think we've actually like i, I don't know if it really hits home with people in America about how much hate there actually is for people like that, because it's really not that prevalent. Well, in we America. don't even There's want There's a couple of incidences, but it's always like, oh, that's just something that was just some asshole that was in New York. Or but even still, here we don't want to accept our own hate. I know, right? Like conservatives hating Obama because he's black. Yeah. Well, that's not what they hate, um, of course. Or the the bigotry that goes on with the oh, it's. You know, marriage equality. No, it's the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> no, you're a fucking bigot. That's it. We don't want to accept our own hate, so I don't really see how we could ever accept other people's hate. It'd yeah. be kind of a difficult uh, scenario. You got, you got that over there, Bongs? <laughs> More than that, I think it's just a matter of the fact that, like, I mean, for Americans particularly, if it's not involving a dollar sign, they don't give a shit. They really don't. Well, not only that, but if it Why, doesn't involve like, seriously, their uh, small little group. Right. Well, I was going to say is like, really, why Why do you think Republicans would be anti-homosexual at this point? Seriously, because they feel their constituents won't vote for them otherwise. That's it. <laughs> if yep, you can't get reelected, there's no reason. They get, like, they they get pressure from the religious right. Yep. Yeah. That's, what, that's exactly what it comes down to. It's the religious right. And really the, the leaders of the religious right. I get some more because I guarantee you if uh, every single pastor in America started talking about acceptance of homosexuality, we would see a dramatic shift 
But the fact of the matter is, is that those leaders go out there and spread their hate mm-hmm. and it infects the minds of their uh, little puppets that they have. And they just spout out any kind of nonsense that they do about the sanctity of marriage. Go fuck yourself. Uh, fuck marriage. I can tell you now, <laughs> via being divorced, that... Soon to be. It's both of us. Yeah. Ladies, what's up? Uh, <laughs> the sanctity of our marriage certainly faded. Yeah. <laughs> marriage, marriage, fuck it. So, <clears throat> I'll just run through this. I'm not going to have you guys fucking guess again, because you guys are terrible at it. What the... Okay, I number two. Number one. <laughs> number one. You know the number two. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just kidding. You guys did great. Like, I'm... So, I have to say kudos to Boggs. I never would have got fucking Missouri as number one. I was kind of shocked to see that, to be honest with you. Now, can, like Tennessee. Ten- I was, Tennessee when you, sounded pretty spot on to me. Tennessee <laughs> sounded just about fucking right to me when you said that. I was like, Tennessee should be number one. Fucking Missouri. Who knew? Anyway, um, nuclear reactors, like the five countries, top five countries I have. South Korea, number five. Uh, Russia is number four. And Japan is number three. And Japan is the uh, largest importer still, which makes no sense to me because they're such a tiny country. They have the third amount, uh, largest amount of uh, nuclear power plants, and yet they're still one of the largest importers of energy. Crazy. Number two is France. I thought that was very interesting. They get about 75% of their country's electricity comes from nuclear power, and they're the largest exporter of power. Hmm. And, of course, number one on the list, United States. Oh, yeah. This is interesting. We have 104 reactors that are operable right now. We have one under construction and seven more planned. And out of 100 fucking four we have, it only attributes 30% of our fucking power that we get. Jesus. Only 30%? And 104 of those goddamn things we have. That's ridiculous. That's a lot of coal. And uh, <laughs> just a lot of clean coal. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. And I thought this was interesting. The average age of most of the reactors we have in this country is about 32 years old. They're commissioned for. To, 40 years, but then after the 40 years, they can um, put in like a an extension request and they can for an additional 20 years, which all of them do. So the thing about that, we have all these reactors out there that are about 40 plus years old that could stay out there for 60 years. And I mean, you think about like the the one in Jap- uh, Japan that fucking failed wasn't very old. So you think about all these new ones getting built and they're defective. Think about the ones that are like 40, 50 years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I mean, how much shit. measures are they taking as far as like upkeep and maintenance and whatever? Like you would like to assume that they're doing great, but I mean, are they? Um, the only thing I found out was they're not very well inspected and kind of in comparison. That's not th- surprising whatsoever to me. The only thing I could find that was comparative to it about the percentage of them that are actually like inspected and kept up is... For instance, the FDA only inspects a little over 2% of all foods that are brought into this country via importation. So that's about the same as the nuclear. It's very limited. I mean, it's like funny because on the conservative side, you're always hearing about, oh, fucking we're overregulated, you know, all these laws and stuff. The fact is, though, most of these companies and stuff, they're not Overregulated. There's really not enough oh, people yeah, to, enough. to do the inspections and yeah. do you know the keep after this. And then you got to look at the people in charge of it. It's like GE, for instance. Like you said, you know they have a big hand in building these power plants. They're also huge on the military side. And then you have so many people that work at these levels in government and stuff. So they get passes. And I don't know. It's 
just from the little information I could found, it's nuclear power, you know, they say it's really unreliable and it's not really regulated the way you think it would be for such an important, you know, thing like that. It's like, this is one of the things, you know, you have a crack in one of these reactors or something, it shuts down a hundred mile radius and it's fucking things up for hundreds and hundreds of years. Like I said, Chernobyl, they're still doing the cleanup measures there. This is 27 years after the fact and people can't live within like a hundred mile radius of that area. I mean, pretty sad. Um, I don't know if you guys got anything to finish out. Just, I got a one little fun fact. I thought it was pretty neat that I found while I was looking this stuff up. Um, most of our, about, I shouldn't say most of it, but about half of our uh, nuclear power comes from disarmed Russian warheads. Do you realize that? Uh. Um, about the fuel from about 20,000 disarmed Russian warheads generates about half of our nuclear power. And it's because of a program that they had the um, highly enriched uranium purchase accord that they passed. Don't ask me what year they passed. I didn't see that on the thing. But about 500 tons of Russian weapons-grade uranium, um, when they deactivated these Russian nuclear warheads and stuff, was given to the United States um, as part of this program. And then we use it to power, um, you know, I, I don't know how many of the plants and stuff it says, but, you know, they used a lot of that uranium and stuff that they got from the Russian warheads. And now the Russians are kind of pissed. They said, you know, that we've, you know, gained, like, all this free, basically, energy from them. <laughs> so they want it. I think those accord ends, like, in here in another year or something. They're like, we want our fucking uranium back, assholes. You guys are getting all this free energy from us, from this fucking accord and stuff. I just thought that was interesting. I was like, huh. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. little fun fact for you guys. So the Russians come in handy, I guess. They give us their fucking uranium. So when we have a meltdown, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I was going to go with vodka, but... Sure, go ahead. Vodka is probably the second best import we get from Russia. Because I've seen Russian women. There are no Japanese women. Okay. Just saying. Just saying. There's some hot Russian women. Ah, man, Eastern Bloc women, you know. I've been over there. Just saying. I'll take a Japanese woman over <laughs> Eastern Bloc woman any day. Wow. Can we end the show now? I don't even know what else to say <laughs> after that. <laughs> uh, certainly we can. Um, make sure to go to our Facebook, Twitter our website, intellectualsaviors.com, podbean.com, yep. email yep. us at intelsaviors at gmail.com. Titty pics. Titty pics. Titty pics box in the subject line. Make sure to check out our friends, Digital Frustrations, mm. fun little mm. nerdy show. Yes. Uh, make sure to read the book from Zoltan Istvan. Just so I don't fuck up his name again. Yes. Uh, author of The Transhumanist Wager, who. Didn't you just put it on our Facebook page about he got a... He is now writing a blog, not only for the Psychology Today site, but also for Huffington Post, which is pretty big. Kudos to him for that. Ariana awesome. Huffington herself contacted him. Really? He said to get that on there. So that's pretty big stuff. Now, if we can get her on the show, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing right. something. But uh, that's I think we're I lucky think just to get him. That's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty <laughs> awesome on his part. So big kudos to him. And yeah, then, that's, that's great. He definitely deserves it. He's if a you, smart guy with a lot of good ideas. If you lovely people are listening to this before the 15th, also go on to uh, Podcast Awards and be sure to nominate us. I know we've had at least a few dozen people. I'm going to say, I'm going to lie and say hundreds of people. <laughs> no, I've heard we've from... We've had thousands of people. Thousands. I know we've had at least a dozen people or more. They've at least said something to me about it, so... 
We're trying. We got to get that goddamn. We got to get rid of that awardless winning fucking shit. We need to win some awards around here. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever happen. But no, I want that free. I want to fucking go out to Vegas and accept my award and say, you know, fuck you all, bitches, and drop the mic and walk off stage. So give oh, me that dude. opportunity. Our acceptance speech would be ridiculous. Ridiculous. They would be fucking pulling out the big canes with the hooks and yanking you us have off the no stage. Idea. Uh, if it like ever aired on anything that was like oh, public or whatever, yeah. they'd have to bleep. Oh, we'd so record many, it. We would we would kill their bleep button. They wouldn't be able to hit it fast enough. <laughs> it's good. I was gonna say I don't think I have to worry about it too much. I don't think it's gonna be on TV. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> it'd be pretty awesome. I know that much. Of course, Boggs wouldn't go with us because he'll be back here sulking. Oh, I want my sex changing to go right. Kill myself. Austin, bitch, next week. I'm laying out. You act up. Yeah, we're, You're not coming back with us. Okay. Going to go to Austin, fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. See what we can get out of those crazy people down there. Hey. Austin, Texas. Hey, you know, honestly, I think the idea of us going to a bar and collecting audio to get crazy, like, redneck stuff is really flawed for only one Austin? reason. Austin? <laughs> because <laughs> nah. we decided to go to fucking Austin. It's like the most liberal, the most liberal city in Texas. Oh, we'll still find oh. those fucking jackasses. Don't worry about it, dude. Yeah, I'm sure we will. It's still Texas. Yeah, it is. I've been there. Should be fun. All right, folks. Oh, balls. <laughs> Have a wonderful week. <laughs> I love your vagina.